The IMG Roadmap is the only podcast dedicated to coaching international medical graduates and success blueprints for this unique pathway. I am Dr. Nina Loom, your host, a previous IMG turned hospital medicine physician, healthcare administrator, speaker, and coach. I empower, encourage, and equip you with actionable steps that you can take towards the residency position of your dreams. Hi, right, guys. Welcome to another episode of the IMG Roadmap Podcast. Today's guest is not an IMG. I know every time you hear my voice, you're waiting to hear who the guest is, but I have Dr. Adelike Adesina. He's a doctor of osteopathic medicine. He's an emergency medicine physician and also the CEO at smashusmle.com, a platform that helps medical students, particularly also even IMGs, to score high over 230s on the USMLE. So guys, before further ado, I'm going to welcome him on the show. Welcome, Dr. Desana. How are you doing? I am doing super awesome. Thank you, Dr. Nindalum, for having me on your show today. I am super excited to talk to your audience. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure to have you. So I've listened to you talk before, and actually you came on uh, on the IMG Roadmap online course doing one of our Q&A sessions, and you shared with us something that I wish I knew when I was a medical student. I wish I used that approach when I was studying for USMLE. And that is something that you call the EASE method. And this is like a method that you have created and have coined, and you use that, you implement that in your Smash USMLE program which is a great resource for anyone preparing for the USMLE. And I thought, you know, it would be really great for you to come on the show and teach us about the EASE method and how IMGs can implement that in their study curriculum, whether they're preparing for step one, step two, or step three. Do you mind sharing a little bit of that with us? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was an awesome show we had together. I thought, you know, we had a really good response. And uh, first of all, if you're an IMG, you know, I'm all for you guys. That's all I do. Uh, we've been training IMGs for the last 10 years to do well in the USMLE. And there's a particular strategy that we've taught a lot of IMGs. And I'm going to share that ease method with you guys today. But I wanted to give you guys some seven tips of the most common mistakes IMGs typically make. And I don't want you to make that mistake so you can do well in the USMLE. Is that okay, Dr. Lung? I just shared that with the audience. I think that's perfect. Perfect, perfect. Go for it. All right, let's open with that. So the first thing is that rule number one, the most common mistakes IMGs have is lack of a systematic approach to standardized exam, which is usually what the USMLE is. Okay, there's a method to the madness. There's actually structures in place that are supposed to help you. And if students don't follow this, this is what actually leads to a lot of IMGs not doing well. Number two, USMLE is not a memorization exam. It's a 70% of the exam is critical thinking. They want you to think like a physician, not like a test taker. And students often find themselves trying to memorize their way through this exam, and that is not going to work uh, for you if you're using that approach. Number three, buzzwords are no longer used on the exam. For example, current jelly sputum in alcoholics, klebsiella, they would not put that in your question stem. They will describe more of how the presentation of a disease is right and try to give you a buzzword so you can know the diagnosis and pick the right answer. Mistake number four is that you should not use a question bank as a learning tool, all right? So a lot of students are not using the question bank as a learning tool, okay? So the QBank you're using, whether UWorld, Rx, Smash USML, whatever QBank, Amboss, Lecture, there's all these QBanks out there, they are actually learning tools. They are not just a question bank for you to just practice uh, for the exam. 
Uh, so you should take an advantage of that to look at it like, I want to use this to learn, not to just memorize content and get through 2,500 questions. Also, another mistake is that the QBank cannot substitute content deficit. Right, guys, an IMG, if somebody is telling you just jump into a QBank, you've been out of school for two to three years, you're probably going to be wasting that QBank as a resource because your knowledge is very, very low. And you probably need to go back and relearn some of that basic uh, foundation that you forgot from medical school. Also, explanations are the key to your success, guys. The more time you spend on the explanation section of each question that you do and you master them, the better you get at it. So if you don't take time to learn the explanations, things are not going to really work very well because you're going to find yourself struggling as you go along through the QBank. And lastly, here's the most common mistake, not doing enough questions, all right? The whole concept is to do at least two QBanks before taking the USMLE. That gives you a variety of ways they can test you. So if you've done over 4,000 questions, you only got 280 of those that's going to show up on the actual exam. If you master those concepts, I guarantee you get a 260 on the exam. So those are the most common mistakes I want INGs to know. And if you avoid these pitfalls, you're already one step ahead of the game. All right. So now let's talk about the EASE method, right? So the word EASE stands for examine, associate, summarize, ensure. And finally, moving on is one of the things we go to. So let's do a simple case, all right? So let me show you how we apply this. Now, you may not be able to see this in the podcast, but you can, you know, once you uh, check out our website, we'll be able to show you this more uh, visualization. So we have a 30-year-old woman presents with chest pain for one day. The pain is in the center of her chest and is worse with deep inspiration and coughing. She reports that it improves when she leans forward while sitting on the examination table. An ECG in the office shows ST segment elevation in all leads. What is the most likely diagnosis? Now we have an ECG in front of us right here that shows diffuse ST elevation and a depressed PR uh, interval. Now here are your options. A aortic dissection, B, myocardiac infarction, C, pancreatitis, D, pericarditis, and E, pulmonary embolism. Now, before you answer that question, and some of you in the audience right now might be saying, I know the answer, I know the answer. Okay, let me show you how the approach works. You see, the first thing you want to do is examine the question, which is to examine the lead identifier. And usually that's the last line of this question step, all right? So the last line says, what is the most likely diagnosis? The next thing is to examine the options. So they've given us aortic dissection, myocardial infarction, pancreatitis, pericarditis, and pulmonary embolism. And usually when you look at the options, it narrows down the topic for you, right? Because on the exam day, your mind is circling around so many topics. But if you quickly glance at every options, in this case, this is probably going to be a cardiopulmonary answer, maybe a little bit GI but we'll find out at the end of it, right? So that kind of narrows down to systems that are most likely going to be where your answer is going to be. Now, the second step, which is of the ease process, is associate. So what you're supposed to do is grab your mouse and start to highlight. Now you go back to the beginning. You know, sometimes you read the last line of the question, which is the leading, and they will literally give away the answer. <laughs> and usually you can ask, answer the question without even reading any further. But in this case, that's not it, okay? I chose this question on purpose. So now we want to start using the highlight button. So what I've done is start highlighting a 30-year-old woman that has chest pain for one day. The pain is in the center of her chest and is worse with this deep inspiration and coughing. So I highlighted worse with deep inspiration and coughing. So I highlighted the chief complaint, highlighted the patient's uh, demographics, and I also highlighted that it improves when she leans forward while sitting on the examination table. 
And also I highlighted the ECG finding, which they told me it's ST segment elevation all leads. You know, the magic in using the highlight functionality is that it brings out all the important facts inside your question stem. So you don't have to waste time reading the entire question all over again, because that's another reason they waste your time on the board exam, because those question stems like can be long and then you waste your time. So always use this. So now we find the associations. Let's move on to the next step. Step number three, summarize. Now I'm going to summarize everything I've highlighted in just one line. And this is what it's going to be like. This is a 30-year-old female with chest pain, worse with inspiration, with diffuse ST segment elevation on EKG. What is the diagnosis? You see what I've done? Now I don't have to go back and read the question all over again. I've pretty much summarized the case in one line. Now I can go down to my options and find which are the uh, answer choices. And in this case, the correct answer is pericarditis. But wait, before you move on, always ensure that you answer the question correctly. Because on the exam day, sometimes you might pick an answer because you probably missed important fact inside the case. So what I usually do is the last step is ensuring that I pick the correct answer. You have to ask this question. Did I answer this question correctly or did I miss the point? If the answer is yes, and you verify that you've able to summarize the case, you knew the diagnosis and you picked the correct answer, then you move on, okay? And this is how you use the ease method. Now, there's a lot more that we teach you at Smash USML I can go over in this podcast. There's something called the checkpoint system and understanding what we called code switch, which we're not going to be able to cover in this. If you're coming to our program, we'll be able to show you this system, which now even gives an advanced method that you utilize. And every time you use the system, let me tell you what happens. You know, most people, when you are studying for the boards, they start reading questions from the beginning, right? And they read from left to the right in the Z pattern and they get to the answer. This method does not work for standardized exam. The reason is because the question writers always put a lot of information in the question system, all right? And most of the time, they make these cases so long that by the time you get to where the answer choice are, you're ready for getting all the important facts inside the stem. Also, sometimes the, the last line in the end of the question, which is called the leading, is, gives it away. And if you continue to read the question from left to right, it's going to become exhausted after doing 280 questions. What we found is this process and this technique really, really works at beating them at their own game, especially when you're nervous on the exam day, you feel a little bit of anxiety, uh, you know, your palms are sweaty. This is actually the real exam. And you're like, oh my goodness. But if you do this for 2,000 questions, 3,000 questions, you become a master of the system. I guarantee you this will work. And I have taken, you know, USMLA step one, step two, CK, complex one, two, three, my written and oral emergency medicine boards. So I have been doing this for 10 years and this system really works. Okay, Dr. Loon, what do you think? You know, I think that those are some really strong points that you put forward. As I was listening, I was actually taking notes for myself which is surprising because I don't have any tests coming up anytime soon, but I feel like this is just such pertinent information that I want to make sure that every IMG is listening to some key points, which I'm going to repeat just so they can really listen again. So one of the things that you said that really stood out to me was the fact that IMGs sometimes, and not only IMGs, but students in general, are not utilizing QBanks as a learning tool. Okay. I feel like that's one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we feel like we're supposed to read through a book and then go answer questions to see if we're ready for a test, as opposed to letting the questions become the reason why we develop the critical thinking skill that is necessary to be able to implement a method like the EASE method. 
okay? Because when you're reading, listen to me, guys, when you're reading a question and you're able to examine, okay, and create an association, summarize, what you're doing there is you're practicing active learning and you're practicing critical thinking. And with any amount of knowledge retention, what you need is critical thinking in order to be able to implement the knowledge that you are learning or gathering in another scenario, because that's the bottom line of studying for the USMLE. You're always going to be tested on material that you have learned, but it will not be brought forth in the manner in which you learned it. And so it's really about how are you able to synthesize that information? How are you able to put that knowledge together and then reapply it on the real day of the real test, right? And I like yeah. what you mentioned, because really what you're doing is you've created these tools to help people think and to help people think about the USMLE a lot differently. And I like to always say this all the time, like the USMLE was never created to trick anybody or any, there, there's no standardized test, standardized test that I think, I don't think any of them were created to trick anybody. So the USMLE is just straightforward. It's bringing you material testing you in a very critical manner if you really gather this material or the knowledge while you're in school. So that's the first thing. That's the first myth I want people to debunk. It's not a test to trick you. They're not trying to weed you out. They're just trying to test to see if you actually got this material down. And so once you begin to think of it like that, then it allows you to learn with ease and it allows you to take the challenge of saying, hey, I'm going to allow myself to create a systematic approach. I'm going to allow myself to not memorize buzzwords. I'm going to allow myself to use my QBank as an investigative tool, as something that is a learning tool, as opposed to just a test to see if I'm ready to go take the big test. I'm going to allow my QBank to be the place in which I practice active learning. And those explanations, just like you mentioned, I found when I was studying for the USMLE, those explanations were the most important part of the question, at least on the first round. So... I really like these points that you brought forward to us. Thank you for sharing about the ease method and your seven mistakes. But I want you to talk about something. I want you to tell us about Smash USMLE because I understand that Smash USMLE is a resource that has been in existence. And I want you to give us the exact number you have. What impressed me the most was the number of students that you've helped to score at least over a 230 on the USMLE. Can you, can you share that number with us? So we've been around for 10 years and uh, we have a high success rate for a reason. We have about 97% pass rate on the USMLE. And the reason for that is because uh, when I created Smash USMLE, I wanted to bring something unique to the uh, market so that I am just actually have a place where they have somebody that cares for them. And we have a high success rate because for all our students that come through our course, you cannot take the USMLE until you're hitting your target score. So when you come into the program, right now we have about over 1,200 students scoring above 230 on the USMLE. And the reason why they're doing so well is because with use objective data, using your MBME score to track your progress. So we usually prevent you from taking the USMLE if you're not hitting the target score. That's why we're so successful. But more likely, we actually give you private coaching. So let me kind of tell you exactly how the program is structured. So we have a, on the website, on smashusmle.com, over 700 video lectures covering step one and step two CK. So we've gone through, you know, first aid. I actually made about 90% of the video lectures on the website, over 600 lectures. And I've simplified and broken down these lectures in a short whiteboard format videos that explain everything in first aid, probably 99% of what's in first aid. 
And every year we update it. We add new content based on any new changes. The same thing for our step two CK. We went through multiple uh, step two CK books and then we summarized the lectures for you guys. But not only do you get access to this, you get access to our 4,000 step one and step two CK QBank. Um, we teach you the smart MD studies tra uh, training series. So we actually bring you in as a student. We get to know you on a personal level. Are you working full-time, part-time? You have family, kids. And we get to know you on a personal level with a personal coach who you know, have done extremely well. All our coaches are certified and trained. They go through extensive training. So they get to know you before we actually create a schedule for you. Then we change your mindset. We spend hours, up to four hours of free coaching for all our students. They get a lifetime package. And they're actually able to sit down with a coach on Skype or Zoom, where we work you through step-by-step -step through how to use the ease method, how to create your schedule. We work with you. We create your schedule for you. A lot of programs don't do this. So before you even begin, we already set you up for success. And that's free. We give you audio books. You get your study plan. We give you an insider secrets to scoring 260 ebook that a lot of students read. Uh, we also give you flashcards. Over, we have about 2,000 flashcards on our website. And another thing that we do that's different here is you get exclusive access to our smart MD VIP WhatsApp group. Let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever felt like as an IMG when you come to America, you're trying to go on forums to find answers? And when you go to forums, everybody seems to get 260 and you feel kind of like, oh my goodness, I feel depressed about it because I'm scoring 180s or 190s on my MBMEs. I understand, right? Do you ever feel like you want to ask a question from someone just to clarify a particular topic and there's no one to ask that question? Do you feel like you don't have any motivation, right? You don't feel like getting up to study and you need to be part of a group. That's why we created Smart MD WhatsApp group, right? This is an ultra VIP group that we have over 200 plus IMGs. They're all studying for the USMLE. Even students that have failed the USMLE, they're getting a tremendous amount of success. And this is the group where you can ask any question. You get the tips of the day directly from me and my team. You have access to me as a board certified ER physician to give you the tips of the day. You also get question of the day every day that you must answer inside the VIP WhatsApp group. You also get in there any study buddy that you want, let's say, oh, you know what? I'm in Texas or I'm in Ohio. I need somebody to study with. People are all there. They're willing to help each other out. We motivate each other. And uh, the most important thing also is that if you're stuck on a question, like we had a guy the other day, he was doing MBME questions. He got his answer, posted it. And in three minutes, five people already answered the question for them. Imagine you've been in that kind of atmosphere. It's the most positive environment ever. So we offer that for free to all our students to join. And we have 24-hour email support for you guys. Also, you're also going to get our full webinar on how to dissect USMLE questions. It's a 20-hour webinar. I only give you guys just the tip of the iceberg in this podcast. But, you know, all our students get this also for free. And we also offer 94 hours of USMLE masterclass. I mean, this is phenomenal. Like, I have actually created... Um, we are the only program in the country that's offering a masterclass. We took case by case of the highest yield content for step one and step two CK. And basically students can, you know, watch these lectures, their clinical vignette in kind of like integrated format. And finally, before you take your exam, all right? So just to kind of clarify, smart MD, when you keep hearing me say that word, stands for strategy, M stands for mastery of clinical content, A is for assessment of clinical knowledge, R is for rapid review using your flashcards, T is test day taking strategies. So what also I provide for you guys is we give you an exam day ritual book. It's called the top 20 things you must do before taking the USMLE. I break everything down. There's no surprises, all right? And you also get this two-hour 
USMLE exam day webinar that's going to help you save time on the USMLE. There's nothing that you're going to see on that USMLE exam day that should surprise you. We give you all that inside information of what you're going to see at the Prometheus Center, what you'd eat and drink on the exam day, how many hours of sleep you should get, what you should do. Like I give it all away, right? And you get all that. And our students love this because they call me back after the test. They say, Dr. Adishina, you know what? Everything you told me, including questions that I've, I would never see in my life that I'm going to panic about. And I tell them, don't panic. They put these weird questions on the exam and you shouldn't freak out. They always use them as either experimental questions. And people come out feeling awesome. And this is why the programs works for you. And we have officially formed a partnership with Dr. Nina Lung with IMG Roadmap. And I want Dr. Lung to talk about it because we are now official partners with uh, IMG Roadmap because we're going to be giving you a special discount today uh, for you, those of you guys listening to this podcast. Dr. Loom is going to put the link uh, in her blog and at the end of this uh, podcast so you guys can click on the link. I have a free webinar that I'm hosting that shows you how to study for the USMLE the right way. Just click on that link. At the end of the webinar, make sure we're giving it with three free eBooks. So make sure you stay to the end of that webinar so you get that free ebook. And also, as an additional bonus, we're giving you 10% off our course. We typically don't give any discount at all, but because as a courtesy, Dr. Luma specifically asked us to give you guys discounts, so we wanted to make sure we do that for you guys. You go to smashusml.com and use the code IMGROADMAP10. Again, it's IMGROADMAP10. And that will give you 10% off on any of our packages. We have a three-month package for $5.97, six-month package for $7.97, and a lifetime package for $9.97. So that's what we have to offer for you guys. And I promise you, this is the program you've been looking for as an IMG. Every, we have five-star reviews online. You can Google or smash USML reviews online so you can check out our program, and you are going to love it. I guarantee you, the amount of motivation we give our students, I've poured you know, blood, sweat, and tears in the life of our students so that we want you to maximize your efficiency, bring out the best in you to get that 260 so you, should, so you can crush the USMLE. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So yes, guys, I'll have all the information, the links to Smash USMLE, the sign-up link, and my code in the show notes. It's IMG Roadmap 10, but we'll have all of this down in the show notes, and it'll also be on the blog. So you guys can have quick access to this information. If you go to drninalum.com and you search for Smash USMLE, that will pop up as well. So guys, I really want to encourage you, especially, especially if you're listening to this and you're still starting out, trying to figure out how to go about this USMLE journey, this is the way to go. Every week, I get tons of DMs. This week alone, I got about three or four DMs asking me, Dr. Loom, I'm starting out. How do I, how do I go about this? It's so overwhelming. Well, this is a method that has worked for other IMGs. This is a method that has already been created to facilitate the work for you so that you just have to follow the steps in a guided environment. And I know fairly well that anyone who has done the USMLE and the Comlex like Dr. Desana and has spent countless hours doing these videos and putting these resources, and because of his specialty, emergency medicine, I trust that these are well-vetted questions. It's a well-vetted program. Because honestly, guys, if you think about this, there are only a few specialties that still keep up with every part of medicine, okay? And that's probably what you call like our primary care specialties. So you're looking at general practice, whether that's in an emergency department or in a clinic or in a hospital setting. Those are the specialties that still keep tab on adults, children, pregnant women, geriatrics, and the whole nine yards. 
And that is what the USMLE is about. The USMLE is about testing you on all these different organ systems, all these different sectors of medicine in a very general manner. So you're better off getting this training from a program that is vetted by a physician in that specialty that still sees till date these patients, right? As opposed to a specialty physician that may have more knowledge in one field over another. So I really think it's a great resource. The support system is great with the WhatsApp group and uh, being able to have accountability because I think that's a big thing. It's accountability and getting the support that you need when you're going through the process, that motivation, that you know, someone helping you keep tab on your progress. That's a big factor, especially when you're studying for this on your own, alone in another country or even here in the States. So don't miss out on this opportunity. We'll have all the links in the show notes. You guys know you can reach out to me at any time, Dr. Loom at imgromab.com, and we'll get your questions answered. So Dr. Adesina, before you leave us, we just want to ask you some other questions. Just, you know, random Q&A. We'd like to know, you know, your mantra for success. What are some things that helped you become the doctor that you are today? All right. So uh, thanks, Dr. Loom. So one of the things that uh, was primary personality that I have developed over time is uh, ability to fight through obstacles in life and always not taking no for an answer. So I came from Nigeria where we were poor, raised up in a low middle class home. And it, we struggled a lot when I was growing up and it was tough. And when we came to America, I was clueless. I didn't speak good English and I, I was ridiculed by a lot of people. I was written off just probably like a lot of IMGs that come here and they, they, they struggle through the system. But one thing I had in the back of my mind was like, I had a fire burning inside of me to want to be successful at all costs. And I was willing to go through the length of breath and walk everywhere and knock on people's doors until somebody said yes to me. And I'll tell you guys something. I got a lot of no's. I got a lot of rejections. Nobody believed in me. Not even my own uh, medical school advisor believed that I can ever be a doctor in America. I got rejected by 11 MD schools and I only got one acceptance to one deal school. I, I barely passed my MCAT. I probably say I even failed it. When I took it, I took it twice. And I only got one shot to get into medical school. And I knew how hard that was. They told me, they even told me that I can't, I will not pass the USMLE because I got a four on my verbal. If you guys don't know what that means, four out of 15 is basically as poor as you get. It's pretty much failing the <laughs> verbal section of my MCAT. But I wasn't going to give up. I woke up every day on a mission to prove the world to the world that I belong in medicine and they just need to give me a chance. And you know what? It worked. I ended up going to medical school, did well in the USMLA, wrote a book on how to study for the USMLA, built a company, which is Smash USMLA. There are multiple other companies. So one thing I'll tell you guys is that, you know, the journey is hard. It's long. And there are some dark days. But I want you to always look at your why. Why do you want to do this? You know, we lived in poverty. And, and I knew what it felt like you now having to be able to eat dinner at home, eating once or twice a day. And, you know, been my nutritionalized when I was little. And I didn't want my kids to have that. And you know what? Those drove me, you know, to want to give back to my parents and, you know, help them. So, and, and also be able to help people in medicine. So, you know, I made sure I never give up. And that's one thing I'll tell you guys as IMGs. Listen, this year alone, 61% of IMGs match into residency, the highest number in the ERAS history, all right, since the merger. And I want to encourage you, I never want you to listen to this webinar. Like, don't you ever give up on your dreams. You're the one that has to hold on to the dreams. The world will say no. But here, listen, tell, here's one of the best advice I ever got. Tell the world you're going to do something, but first do it. And don't be afraid of failing. 
If you fail the USMLE before, it's not the end of the world. We've had people fail the USMLE and still get into residency. Stop listening to the naysayer and don't be susceptible to this opinion of other people. You're the one that knows yourself. Work hard, burn the candle, be disciplined. Don't take no for an answer. If you have to knock on a hundred doors for one person to open the door for you, do it. Because all you need is one person on this planet to reach their hands out to help you and make your dream come through. So if I have to give you guys any advice, continue to work hard. Put in that work. When you're tired of studying for the USMLE, take a break and get back up again, all right? Until you get that dream score. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be a physician. And we are held to the highest standard. And there's no more joy in this planet than to walk into a room as a doctor. I don't care if you came from Cuba, you came from Australia, you came from Ghana or you know, any part of the world. And you come to America. You belong here. We need you. And when you walk into that room and introduce yourself, like my name is Dr. So-so-so-and-so, you earn that badge. You work hard. And it was not easy. And when you see the results of your knowledge to help other people and transform people's lives and they say, Doc, thank you for helping my son. Thank you for saving my father's life. There's no better feeling. Nobody, no amount of money can ever replace that joy and that feeling you get as a physician. So guys, continue to work hard. Don't give up. Don't let the naysayers, you know, block your dreams. And I plead because I'm a, I'm a Christian and I believe in God. Pray. Pray like your life depends on it. It's not going to be easy. That's why very few of us get into medicine. But know your wise, And you know what? Everything eventually work out for you guys. Thank you so much for that word of encouragement. I agree with you. Keeping our why in front of us really allows us to pull through the most difficult days. Sometimes the, the road is going to be bumpy. It's going to get hard. But guys, you need to keep your eye focused on the goal. Um, precision, strategy, and being in a setting where you can continue to help foster your mindset and work on keeping the positive image of where you want to be in front of you. And sometimes really, honestly, like you said, I look at medicine as a gift to us as physicians because we get to help people while simultaneously making a pretty dang good living. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get the best of both coins. You get a very rewarding job and you get rewarding pay for it. And I think that alone is enough for us to pull through even the most difficult days and to invest in ourselves on the front end. Because sometimes, you know, we feel like uh, some of these programs or courses or taking a, a, a study course could be so much of an investment or it's so expensive. But when you think about how much you're investing on the front end, for the outcome that is going to supersede everything else, I think this resources like Smash USMLE or the Energy Roadmap, these are validated resources that help you invest on the front end for a lifetime of success. So I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing with us. And like I mentioned before, we'll have all the links down in the show notes so you guys can one click and get right to it. We appreciate having you on. We hope that you come back again sometime soon. Definitely, I would love to come back again and we can share more information to our students. There's so much I, I want to talk to you guys about. So I think we'll probably have multiple sessions and different things we can share with you guys for free so you guys can learn how to become an effective physician. And just one more part and thing, I just to let you guys know, as IMGs, I tell all my students, I am not training test takers. I'm in the business of training excellent doctors. That's why a slogan means training you to become a better physician. The knowledge you're going to gain from this course is IMG Roadmap course, our course, will make you an excellent physician. That's what we're here to do. Thank you.
Absolutely. I agree with that 100%. We're here in the business to make good physicians. Thank you guys so much for listening. And definitely, if you have questions, if you want me and Dr. Adesana to answer more questions about your USMLE prep, I challenge you to send me a direct message either on Facebook or Instagram or to my inbox and tell us what you want to hear about. If you want us to come back on and discuss another thing regarding USMLE prep, Send us an email. We'll get back on a phone, like on a call like this and get this information out to you guys. Thanks so much for joining in. Hey guys. So I just want to come by and tell you about my most recent webinar on interview preparation for the IMG. Um, it's a 60 minute webinar with additional information as to how you can make yourself sound good and create likability during an interview. You can find it at imgroadmap.com slash p slash interview prep. The link is in the description box.